City Grow Live is presented by City Grow Retention Marketing Software. City Grow turns customers into advocates. Sign up now for your free 30-day trial at citygrow.com. Hi, welcome to City Grow Live, where we talk about anything that helps bring customers back. I'm John Parrish. We've got Channing here today with us, our guru from the upstairs. Thank you. Uh, you're a guru from the whole building. Yeah, thanks. Our whole building guru. <laughs> we're uh, we're chatting we're chatting digital waivers today. Yes, which is an awesome subject because they've really picked the, the, they've really just been a, a healthy part of the ecosystem for us lately. Absolutely. Where, uh, and we'll get into why. But um, Channing, I know you build a ton of these. This is how I was hoping to structure the conversation if it works for you. Wanted to kind of talk about the benefits of digital waivers. Okay. Why why go digital? Um, what does that mean to go digital? Then I want to talk a lot about regulations. I think that's the main core right. topic today. Is what are the regulations? Are they just as good as your paper waivers? Right. Uh, that kind of stuff. And then I want to talk a little bit about some marketing applications of, of why and how you can use waivers to bring customers back. Yeah. Sound good? Sound like that's, a game plan? That's great to me. So, so I'll let you take it from here. Let's, let's talk about some of the benefits. Why are people going digital? Absolutely. So, I mean, some of these benefits, I, I think the first one that comes to mind when I think of digital is you know, physical storage. Uh, I know that it just, it, it can be very cumbersome to have paper documents. Yeah. Um, and just yeah. in just a lot of ways, I mean, just the, the storage of itself. Filing them away and yeah, yeah. I mean, the cost of the space they take up, even like even if you're storing them at your location, I mean, that costs money to store it. Um, so I mean, the going along with that physical uh, storage, I mean, it's easier to search them. So that's another huge thing is the ability to actually access them. So our dys uh, the dyslexic people like myself don't have to arrange them alphabetically. Exactly, and, and the other issue is, is if someone accidentally, you know, misorders it, I mean. I mean, there's just so much that goes into having to manually file things, and all you have to do yeah. is just you know type in uh, you know a name or a phone number or something like that, and search the seconds. Yeah. And so that also leads into accessibility for your customers. Um, so you know, if a customer requests a copy, anything like that, super easy for you, not time-consuming, and yeah. it's it's just available. Um, another huge thing, it's cleaner and legible. I mean. I mean, you just see so many people's handwriting, especially if they're trying to write on a clipboard. I mean, just all these different things. You know, when people are filling out digital waivers, you can they, you can actually read what they put in. You know, so it's it's very no typos. Yeah, well, it could be typos. less typos. There's, yeah, and, and you can also you can just read it better. It's more legible. It's a better document in, in reality. Um, and not only that, but that kind of goes with, as they're filling out these things in a digital form, because it's not on paper, it's actually in a digital thing, you can actually store that information and use it for other, use it for things like marketing purposes, right. obviously with permission and stuff, but it gives you that option. Um, and then, you know, two other kind of things is one, it's, it's eco-friendly. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, it is eco-friendly. Uh, friendly environment and good for your wallet. Exactly, and, yeah. and it often is cheaper to have digital because you keep it, you know, you're, with the digital, you're usually getting the whole package. You know, you're actually getting the digital waiver, you're getting your storage, you're getting access to it, and usually you have to pay for all that separately when you're right. doing it with paper. I'm sold. 
<laughs> no, right? I'm a, I'm a huge advocate. Of well, and, and again, that's one of our favorite parts about digital waivers is it just makes so much sense. I mean, it, it, and th these go right along with like digital applications. I guess we kind of look at them the same thing: digital applications, forms, waivers. Um, which I, you know, we don't have one right in front of us. Which was uh, our mistake. We should have brought one. That's true. G give me a visual idea of what is a digital waiver. What does it look like? Oh, absolutely. I mean, a digital waiver can look exactly like your paper. Okay. I mean, you can have it. You can have. You can upload a, a, your a PDF of your of your physical waiver, and it is right there. Okay. And so you could fill it out as the same. The other nice thing is, is you could even you can even tailor it a little bit more if you want to look better, you know, on a digital format, and it would be you know fluid. But it can look anything like you want it to be. Yeah. The nice thing about that too, being digital, another benefit I, I guess is you can change it anytime you want. Yes. You didn't just print out. 10,000 of right. them and you have to wait till you get through all of them to change it but if you need to add something like one when people convert their their waivers digitally with us I don't know about you you're probably expert on this but what I see most of the time is they have to add certain things like yeah. consent to text people right or consent to email that they just didn't think about when they made their original waiver right so that it, it really helps it being digitally change it no, and that's exactly Tons of benefits. That, I mean, that is a huge benefit of you can update it at will. Yeah. So, you know, if something comes up, you're no longer a couple hundred dollars out because you've had these things yeah. and wasted it. I mean, so it's it's very nice. So so tell me about different ways to sign digital waivers while we're talking about benefits. So you, you obviously could plug it into a website and have yeah, customers sure. sign before they come in. Mm -hmm. um, you could do it in store. Yep. We, we, we do a lot of stuff with kiosks, iPad kiosks. We have an iPad app where you can just uh, uh, right there in a, like a showroom environment or, or right when they're walking in, maybe on your countertop, mm -hmm. have an iPad there where people just fill it out real, real fast. Yeah, well, I mean, you, name, you basically named them, you know, you can have, you can embed it on a website, you know, so they actually fill out on a website, you could uh, have a, a link on your website, you can send text messages, emails to people with a link that they can visit and yeah, fill it so out. So you can do it on their mobile phone, fill Absolutely. it Absolutely. And that's the other thing, uh, you know, if you, uh, if you actually, you know, have like a link on your website, people can actually be in store and if they're, you know, if people are sitting around, you know, and you might have a kiosk or several, but there's a lot of high volume, you know, people can pull it up and fill it out on their on their phone and that way when they get up to a kiosk they're just checking in. So I've seen this actually and I, we've, we've done it quite a bit. I've, I've seen it really work really well in an environment where um, it was at a university. They had four iPads that were just there at any time where people could come fill out an application to be a part of a program. Right? On the day of the opening of the application, that line was so busy. Yeah. What they did is they just put out a big poster that said skip the line and then they text a keyword and it automatically responded with the waiver. Yeah. And so people are doing it right there on their mobile phone. From that point, anyone who's not familiar with kind of how digital waivers work, you sign it, it goes into a database. So for us, you just go to citygrow.com, you log in, and now everyone that signed the waivers is all right there. So they can either show their phone, like a completion page on their phone yeah. that that was done, or it'll just go right to the admin portal where they can look it up and say, oh yeah, you signed the waiver, you're good to go. And absolutely, and, and what what is even a better process of that is you know, they fill out that waiver and then they go through the check-in process, mm -hmm. but the check-in process, they're actually skipping the waiver. Uh, so so if you if, if you know there's like a line and stuff like that, um, and this also actually saves money and resources because instead of you're like, oh, you know, I have a couple peak hours, yeah. you know, kind of thing, and I mean, I could really use 10 iPads, 
right then, but regularly I only need two or four. Just go buy 10 iPads. Uh, yeah, buy 10 iPads. Okay, why not? <laughs> but in reality, I mean, you have people bringing iPads into your store. Yeah. A smartphone. So, you know, if you did have like that, like use text, you know, kind of keyword in, people could fill it out. And then when they get to the kiosk, mm-hmm. you know, they're just typing in, checking in, see if they have offers and stuff like that. And, but not only do you get to record that they checked in, because that's very important for you too, but they're done. They feel like they've been doing something. They haven't just been sitting in line, wait, yeah. It feels like a process, and you and by make the time it they fun. get out there, they're done, and yeah. now their process of checking in with you is, is quick. Yeah, exactly. So if for some of our customers, if they feel like, oh well, I can't really do digital labor because I don't want to have like a, a ton of iPads, you know, stuff because I do have peak hours. This is actually another way to operate. You know, you can use what people are bringing in. Yeah, you know, use I mean? their phones, have them do it ahead of time on on the computers, yeah, or do it right. Advertise there. it ahead of time. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we could go on and on about benefits. <laughs> it, it's. Uh, it really is just it makes sense, right? It does. Well, so so since since the point of this, and I don't want to go too long on benefits. Let's move on to the whole point of what we kind of got here for today, which is regulations. Sure. I, I think there's a misnomer that, that says, "Hey, I'm covered on my digital way or my paper waivers are so covered." Is there the same uh, coverage on digital waivers? Right. Are they just as good legally as paper waivers? Right. What would you say? And. To start out, the answer is yes. Okay. They are just as legitimate. I'm gonna. It's the Electronic Signatures in Global and National Commerce Act. The eSign Act. The eSign Act, okay. as it's better known, and that was passed in June 30th, 2000. So it's been, so it's a, while. been a while. Yeah. I mean, we're coming up on two decades. Yeah. So. Uh, so yeah, and, and break that down. What are the main <coughs> points of the eSign Act? Absolutely. First off, the biggest thing that the eSign Act said was. Digital signatures are just as valid as paper, as signing on a piece okay. of paper. That's the overall thing. Is they're just as valid. Now there are some there are some requirements that kind of go with that with the eSign Act. So they said yes, they're just as valid, uh-huh. but you do have to provide customers in a kind of an environment for certain things. So first off, the what the people are are signing has to accurately reflect the substance of what's going on. As well as it has, it has to be unalterable in an unalterable f- format. Okay. So what they're signing, um, I mean, more or less, we like to think of them as PDFs. Often, you know, like it has to be filled out in a way that when it's filled out, it's then it's complete. It's complete. So it's the idea is they're not signing something, and then you can digitally go change. Yeah, exactly. Um, what we do here at City Grow is we actually convert it into a PDF. Okay. So so uh, when when people fill it out, it's then taken as a snapshot. It's a PDF. It's logged. Yeah. That is a final document. And so that's why it's unalterable. So, so how, how do I know as a, as a consumer that Citigroup is not tampering with, with that document? Uh, there's several ways. We actually also have a, uh, a way for people to check. Um, to waiver, verify. Verify. Yeah. yeah. I don't, what, are we, what do we call that again? Yeah, so it's, it's, it's how they verify the authentication. The authentication, yes. That's what it was. You can check the authentication, the whole authenticity of it. There's yeah. a little thing. So. Yeah, so the cool thing about that is anytime when you first sign a document, it hashes a number that's that's a unique number to that document. Right. And you could go 10 years later and go to your admin portal, upload that document, and see that it hasn't been tampered with. Right. It, it'll tell you this is the original. A couple other ways that we, we confirm that this is the original document is as soon as that document's signed, uh, it gets sent directly to the customer. Right. So obviously if that one doesn't match up with what was sent to the admin or stored in the account, Something's been going on there. You'll need to upload it and see where which one's sure. the authentic mm-hmm. one. So yeah, a, a couple different ways so we we kind of go above and beyond right. what the protocol is. Yeah, because that's not that's actually not 
required. It's not. Say. No. no. Um, it does. You do. Have, it does have to be accessible. That is something that is required. It does accessible, have to be accessible. Yeah. accessible. Um, if you actually look at the act, accessible is kind of. It, it's. It has to be available to customers. Yeah. So if they request it, you have to be able to get it to them. Which also means that the document has to be. I believe would accurate be has the ability to be accurately reproduced mm -hmm. is the correct way of saying that. So uh, digital waivers, it's amazing. You can email them, you can print them. They can log into you a can, customer account and just see that it's there. Exactly, you can view them on your portal. Uh, if there's a customer portal, I mean, people can just view them. I mean, it's just, they're amazing. So they're so much easier than uh, just yeah. a half to like scan a document, you know, if you have just, anyways, go, no, that's a benefit, we're not, we've done, we've done there. <laughs> benefits, um, regulations. Uh, the other thing is, uh, you have to retain the document for a amount of time, so we talked about that kind of, about the storage thing, and um, that's the same concept, like, it depends on your industry, um, you know, market history, all that kind of stuff, but you have to keep it for a certain amount of time. So, so that's a really important uh, clarification to make, uh, based on the industry comment you just made. Um, the eSign Act doesn't specifically change any rules or legalities of waivers. Right. If you're a dentist, you have to comply with all of the dental regulations uh, just as you would on paper. Yep. Um, whereas if you're filling applications out at a bounce house or a, a shooting range or things, you might have different applications. And different laws might require a different amount of time that you have to store those files. The eSign Act doesn't touch it. In, yeah. in fact, it specifically says we don't yeah. affect those. All they're saying is that you can do it digitally just like that. Yeah, uh, exactly, and I'm glad you clarified that. So it literally, it just means that uh, everything that applies to paper and physical documents applies to digital. Over. Cool. So, uh, you know, if, if you feel confident on the rules of your paper thing, just know that the same rules apply yeah. to, your, to your digital. Um, uh, I guess one, two other things that are very important to know is that your customer must consent to using their digital signature. Um, which means there needs to be a checkbox or so, somewhere where they actually state that they are allowing a digital signature. You cannot assume yeah. that someone, even if they sign it, that's not an assumption. So your digital waiver company should be handling this for sure. you. Sure, yes, it I know, should be. I know Something. we do it. As soon as, as soon as you complete the document as a part of submitting it, you have to, to yeah. check the box to agree with the, uh, the customer disclosures, mm -hmm. and so and then you can click on that and obviously see all the disclosures right there. But they should be handling this. Yeah, You're, yeah. It, and this is just more. That's just telling you kind of what a regulation is, and just check. You know, I mean, it's always good to keep companies honest. You know, so like, you know, you can check and look, and if you're using a waiver system, like. Am I asked somewhere? Am I, you know, it's just kind of a thing. So, Make sure uh, it does. Um, one the one last thing is just be aware. Customers under this act, customers can actually request a paper document. They can refuse to sign a digital. But the caveat to that is you can charge a fee. Yeah. Fees can be included if someone requires that. Yeah. So um, just know, just be aware. I mean, most people, it's not a problem. I mean, I know for me, I would prefer it in digital. Um, but if someone does request it, know that it is actually within your right to charge a fee to that because it is extra money. You know, like you have provided a waiver, and if they don't like that, then you can provide a paper, but you can charge for the cost of that. So you're at least, coop, you know, you can recoup those costs. costs. So and to be honest, I've never seen it happen that somebody has reached out. No. But if they do, yeah. then uh, I, I, that was actually something that I was just like, wow, I had no idea. Yeah, why would anyone do that? But just so you know, they can. Is, they can. Okay, so we've talked about the benefits. We've talked about regulations, and I, I, I think you've covered that nicely. I can't think of anything that, you, that you've left out specifically. Um, let's talk a little bit about the marketing application to waivers. 
it, it's, uh, I mean, obviously the whole goal of Citigroup is to help bring customers back. Right. Some people will kind of look at it and say, well, how does waivers or registration forms fit in with bringing customers back? Right. How do they? Well, information is king, uh, right? So the more information that you have, the more, the better you understand your customers uh, and the better you can tailor to their needs um, through marketing your marketing efforts. Um, honestly, one of the things that, uh, that we've realized, and you kind of mentioned at the very beginning of how waivers are becoming such a big part of our ecosystem here, is because when people are filling out waivers, it is such an opportunity for you to get to know your customers. Yeah. And uh, we're, we have not only this waiver ability for you, but we have a marketing ability. And, and, and so what you can do is you can look at this information, and you can say, you know, you can you can get eat from basic information because you have to do that for the waiver. Right. Um, you can yeah. even ask other questions. I mean, you can be like, are you a member? Are you not a member? So I mean, right there, you're splitting up your customers into two groups, which you can segment and actually yeah. like target non-members and target members. You know, different offers, messages, events. Um, so I mean, you can really break down your. You customers. just get so much data from that. Yeah, and people just, I mean, they're giving it to you. First off, now they do have to consent to being reached out, you know, through text messages right. and email and whatever. And and most people do, to be honest. Like if they feel like, oh, you're, you know, you, I want to come back, you know, kind of a thing, and you will have offers for me to entice me. Yeah, sure, I'll let you. I'll let you use that information to entice me back. Yeah, I think the stats we usually see are between sixty and eighty uh, percent yeah. of your customers. If uh, you know, if incentivized to communicate, will receive that communication. When they sign your waiver, they'll check that box. Absolutely. And if you see it dropping below, that usually means that you're not enticing them. Well, you're not using yeah. the data you have to entice them. Enough. Yeah, good point. That 68 percent is kind of the goal. Yeah, it but is the goal. I guess if you just stuck it out there and didn't incentivize them or anything, you might right. see more like 20 or 30 percent. But exactly, but we've seen that ability. And so that's that's kind of like the the big thing is you can segment your customers. You can understand your better your customers better. It also allows you to track behavior, and this goes again. It's going back to understanding your customers, but by filling out waivers, uh, you can add information in there um, of likes, dislikes. I mean, you can even. I mean, when people have to fill out waivers, they have to. It helps to always have a system where they're checking in on it. Right. So then you can track how often are they visiting. Um, not only that, but it allows you to get people to to come back to see things you know kind of thing like if you fill out if you fill out a waiver you can be like oh we need to check your waiver you know to make sure everything's up to date and so when they view that again they're checking it which gives you yeah. information and also gives you up-to-date information like if they've moved and other things like that yeah, it's just such a natural way to collect that information I mean you, anytime you're building a relationship I almost compare this all over dating at some point if you want to maintain that relationship you got to ask for their number or contact sure, information absolutely or, can I contact you again yep. and uh, this just becomes a really natural way where every person's asked doesn't mean every person's gonna say yes but right. every person's asked you don't have to worry about that it's natural it just works and that's the beautiful thing, you know, summarize everything about our waiver system is it just, it just flows, it works. Like it, it feels natural, like you're here, oh hey, we have waivers, fill this out. Oh, yeah. it's easy, it's on the thing, it looks clean. Oh, I can have access to it, that's wonderful. Oh, you have, like now you understand me a little bit better? Yeah. Great. Yes, okay, so to, so to cap off this discussion on bring customers back, let's just walk through kind of maybe a, a common scenario of how you can see how your waivers might work with messaging platforms.
So a customer comes in, let's say they're going to um, a bounce house. Okay. The bounce house offers memberships where you can come in as many times as you want or maybe a gym or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm just trying it out for free. So sure. I come in, I sign my waiver because I have to. Mm -hmm. um, when I leave, uh, let's say I consented to receiving information because sure. I'm interested in getting more information from you. When I leave, I might get a, a text that says, how was your visit today? Mm -hmm. If I respond good, I might get a follow-up text that says, would you would be interested in getting information on membership? Right. And they say yes, so I email, I get an email about memberships. Well, then I forget about it, mm -hmm. which people often do. They go in, they get busy, they forget to come back. Three weeks later, the system recognizes that there was no check-in, right. so it sends another right. incentive to come back. Hey, we haven't seen you for a while. Here's a, you know, buy one, get one free, bring somebody else. Yeah. Then I, I come again, because I liked it. I sign up for a membership, once again, they can say bring friends. Right. Uh, now that they see that you're, that, I mean, you just kind of see how it escalates and it can go a hundred directions and from there. One thing I just also wanted just to bring up right there, which is I think really important as well, is waivers make more people check in. Because like if I went and I brought you with me and we were like, you know, someplace that didn't have waivers, you know, and I'm buying for you, you know, and I, you know, when I purchase it, we, I just would get the points or whatever, you know, and I check in. But if I brought you along and we went to the bounce house mm -hmm. and we were rooting out Jeff Crazy, I could see us doing that. I could see us doing that. There you go. We should do it good today. Sure. So we, we would go. Each other's over. But we would show up and not only would I sign up and they'd have my information, but because there's a waiver involved, you would have to, yeah, sign, have to too. sign up too. So now, <clears throat> not do they just have my data, but they also now have yours as well. Yeah. And maybe you are interested in hearing about it. You know, kind of a thing. And, and so it just opens up the avenue of naturally asking people to give you their information. Yeah. There's so much strategy we could talk about. We could do it all day. Maybe that, that should be our next topic. Maybe. Is the strategy of, of carrying out or bringing people back through waivers. But, sure. But I think that's all the time we have for today. Thanks so much, Channing. That was my pleasure. For, uh, for jumping on here with us uh, or with me. I really enjoyed it. If you have any questions, please write in. We're, uh, we're, we do this every week, every uh, every Thursday we go live, and then we record them. You can watch them after the fact on our website or on Facebook. Make sure you follow us so you know when they're coming, and we'll see you next time.